Welcome to the show. If you've never listened, we talk about food around this time almost every day. And Bradley Trainer there, he has a story about Wendy's. Yeah, that's Wendy's the food place, not Wendy Williams, because we have been talking a lot of Wendy's lately. And when we come back, this was a great segment. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, we still have a few minutes. Yeah. That was quite a joke. A few there. See what I did? Eight. Okay. Uh, this Wendy's story really angered me earlier this week. And when I say angered, it's fast food anger. So put it into perspective. <laughs> there's a anger. lot of anger in the world, right? Yeah. Headline from People Magazine Wendy's announces dynamic pricing with increased menu during busy hours. How? Excuse me! Excuse me! No! Dynamic pricing, if you don't know, just means that they can change the price whenever they feel like it because technology allows them to do so without you knowing that they didn't walk up to the menu and put them little plastic numbers to change the price. So now from a centralized computer somewhere in, you know, Fort Knox or wherever their headquarters is, <laughs> uh, they can just go beep, boop, bop, boop, beep, raise prices 10% because everybody's ordering uh, a Baconator. Or Baconators, whatever it is. So maybe during like 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. you're going to pay more for your... Dumb! Burgers? Not a good idea! Well, and you can believe that I was not the only one who was frustrated okay. or reacted negatively. Now, I'll tell you what they really said in a moment, the details, but the outrage is what I reacted to first, because I just thought, God, is this the world we're going to live in now for the next um, all the time, which is they can just raise the price whenever they want because, well, Uber and Lyft did it. So why can't they? So then I started to dig apart the story, which is where did they get this information? Well, this came during an earnings call and what? was actually said by the CEO, Kirk Tanner, CEO Hi, of Kirk. Wendy's. Hello, Kirk. That sounds like a very Wendy CEO name. I'm Kirk Tanner, <laughs> CEO of Wendy's. I just bought this suit. Uh, exactly. That they are going to spend $20 million to add digital menu boards to restaurants, which allows them uh, to do some really fun things, Don. You fun. know, like AI-enabled <laughs> menu changes, suggestive selling. But also to implement pricing changes quickly during peak hours. I'm sorry, what was that? I just said, we're going to be able to lower your prices sometimes if we want. But, but not also, raise change prices during peak hours. Who has digital menus? They probably This is probably already being done. Like Taco Bell or uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Wendy's is pretty excited to tell you that they're spending $20 million over the next few years to do this digital menu transformation. And they clearly understood that this was a bad PR thing for their CEO to walk out and say because, well, he didn't walk out. He was on a call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, if you have stock, you can listen. The This was clearly a bad thing for him to say because now everybody's focused on it and then they had to walk it back and say well, he wasn't saying that yeah he was. he was just saying like i mean we're gonna give you lower prices well here's the thing if you can give us lower prices you can give us higher prices and that's the point of the dynamic pricing. how do you feel do you have any i mean like i i, I just makes me sad because it's frustrating do you give a crap about dynamic pricing 
I do, uh, especially when it comes to concert tickets and things like that, because I think that's the first time we heard about dynamic pricing. Uh, but when it comes to fast food, personally, I usually don't look at the price. What does that mean? I wouldn't notice. Oh, so you wouldn't notice if they were trying Probably to screw you? Probably not. I just do look. I'm like, I'm not paying that much. More you dastardly. Know? Yeah. I mean, I just don't pay attention in that way. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm super privileged. It just means that rarely do I go to fast I just think food. it just seems sneaky in a way that, like, now look, technology is great. And I love technology. And sometimes, you know, people, I think, overreact about being suspicious of technology because it does a a lot of great things. But this just allows them to be sneaky in a way that's just like, you know, if people are especially fast food. I mean, I'm sorry, but like a lot of people spend money on fast food and to just be jacking up prices because it's an opportune moment to like take advantage of people just seems really sad. Yeah. For sure. Same way with like Lyft and Uber and. It also opens themselves up to hacking. Like what if you're in the parking lot of Wendy's and you can hack into their digital board and change the prices. You've the read way, a lot of books. The way you want for And then you just go through the drive through and, and you're like, wow, everything's 99 cents right now. I'll take. <laughs> yeah. Some tells everything. me the hackers are not going to make everything cheaper. The hackers are going to make everything more expensive and then show like, you know, I hacked into the Wendy's board and made everything iPhone photos. Uh, Yeah, I think hackers just like to prove that they can get into systems. So I don't know. I'm just saying it leaves them vulnerable whenever it's a computer program instead of somebody going out there and changing the board. Yeah. So you're more worried about hackers. (laughs) I'm I'm not worried, but I (laughs) (laughs) just want to bring up another problem that it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody could compromise the board. Who gets to change it every day? Is it a new job they're creating? These are all all amazing questions. I didn't have, uh, I don't have the answers to those questions from our good friend at People. I just, again, when it comes to everything else in our life, like it's probably a matter of time before grocery stores have this technology so that the prices on the shelf are changing. Oh. And, you know, like I wouldn't put it past the technology. Now I'm going to go real dark, which is they're going to see you coming. And guess what's going to happen when you look at that product? <laughs> the price is going to change because they know what they you're willing you. to spend on a price. And then they're going to get your license plate and then they're going to see you coming through. And they're like, here comes Bradley Trainer. We know he gets the Baconator. Raise the price. Yeah. Absolutely. Boy, well, what a world we live in, right? Now, I didn't even hear about the Uber Lyft thing. What What do you mean by that? I, I didn't know that they did dynamic pricing. Oh, they're the change. first. Yeah, they were oh. the first to institute dynamic pricing. That's where this all came from initially was the technology from Uber and Lyft. So that surge pricing. Oh, okay. So you're paying more for Lyft depending on like the the availability of Uber drivers and the time of day. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It seems like people, you know, during a vulnerable time, that's whenever they're like, well, we know you're going to have to do this because it's dinner time. And so we get more customers then. So let's get people when they're vulnerable to pay more, which is terrible. So they're going to pay off those um, digital uh, menu boards like that. Yeah. Well, 
frustrating. All right. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, I think you have an update for us from Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Stephen Baldwin is adding fuel to the fire when it comes to his daughter's relationship. All right. We'll get all the latest on that when we come back right here on. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dentals. Dakota Dentals, there's two. No, there's just the one right down in Apple Valley. Uh, If you have not made an appointment for your regular checkup, this is just your daily reminder to go about crossing that off your list. It's super duper easy. You just give them a call. Head to dakotadental.com. Now, um, that's just the basics out of the way. But if you have had any thought about additional dental procedures, things like implants, for example, or veneers, or just fixing your smile or getting the smile you feel like you deserve, because you do, I want you to call my friends at Dakota Dental. They're great at giving you the smile you deserve. And whether that's implants, veneers, there's so many options, and they will be able to tell you what's best for you based on your own dental situation so get the process started today give them a jingle at dakotadental.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, everything Entertainment. So we've been speculating about Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber's marriage for quite a while now. You know, it seems to be popping up in blind items Mm -hmm. a lot that she might be on her way out. Um, Mike, that was the latest blind item we, we had, right? Was that Haley Bieber might be... She was like seen at a party, laughed it up with other people, and they're like, yeah, she's moving on. That was all the way back to Christmas when she was apparently hanging out with our favorite billionaire that we like to tie to everybody, that Rothschild dude. Um, But yeah, she's been, there are rumors that she's just over his immature behavior at the Super Bowl. She was dancing it up to Usher, which according to sources, they say that made him really mad Mm -hmm. because he wasn't a part of the halftime show and didn't want to do anything with Usher. So there was a lot hanging out. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And then, you know, he did cancel his, the last thing that we saw as far as him having a lower profile was in 2022, he canceled his world tour because he had uh, a condition that caused his face, uh, face paralysis on one side. Ramsey Hunt syndrome, I believe is what it's called. Um, and he did a video explaining that and then he canceled the world tour. And we haven't really seen a lot from him. And then there are all these rumors well, Stephen Baldwin, who is Haley Bieber's father, 
also the brother of Alec Baldwin. Um, he was in Usual Usual Suspects. That's like the biggest role probably that if you saw that movie, great movie, remember him from. Um, he posted something. He shared something and it basically asked the cryptic message sort of asking for prayers mm. uh, for Haley and Justin. Like yeah. when it comes to their marriage, Christians, please, you know, say some small prayers for them. And, you know, it was a post that was a repost from somebody showing Justin play this song with the acoustic guitar um, that I believe was a secular song, but they use it in church as well about, you know, finding love and all of that. So people are like, wow, that's uh that's something to talk about. So then he starts getting, he hasn't replied. You know, we've got E! News, page six. Pretty much everybody is commenting when it comes to tabloids on this thing here, this post. And Stephen Baldwin hasn't responded to that. Mm. Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber also haven't responded. So what do we think is going on? Are they, I, I don't know. I think that he posted this. There is something going on. Really what do within you mean their marriage. Something going, okay, so they're having maritable marital problems. I think, yeah, most likely, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been able to be himself and be out in public, and as we know, he's struggled with addiction in the past. I'm not saying he's he is struggling now, but there are probably some underlying things with Justin Bieber going on, and you know, yeah, it, it seems very likely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the only thing that I can think of, but it kind of adds fuel to this fire. And I'm sure that they're not happy about this because you're saying you don't think they're happy that he's posting. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, if they're private about their relationship, you know, him putting that out there, that just seems like, you know, maybe TMI. Definitely. So he wants you to offer a little prayer. He says for them to have wisdom protection and to draw close to the Lord. Hmm. Um, So, I mean, I don't know if my if I was trying to keep as a celebrity my relationship private, I would not appreciate my dad putting something up like that, especially since Stephen Baldwin knows he is a celebrity. Maybe he thinks, though, by putting something out there, he's going to affect some sort of change. Yeah, I I guess so. I mean, I know that he is really into religion and, um, you know, he want, maybe he just thought in general, since there were blind items or he had heard that, you know, there was talk about his daughter's marriage failing, that it was OK for him to put up something like that, not knowing that, like, they hadn't talked about it or confirmed anything. So I don't know. I think that we're probably going to see them separate or go through some hard times if it's to the point where we know about it and it's not just a, like one blind item. Yeah. And really, truthfully, all we have is his post. Right. To indicate that they're having some sort of marital issue. Right. And then, you know, people, like Mike said, observing them at the Super Bowl. People were also thinking when Usher was announced, like, ooh, is Justin Bieber going to perform? Is this going to be his comeback? And he allegedly was like, you know, and again, this is all alleged and you never really know. But he allegedly was just like, I am. He's in no place to perform publicly. Yeah. Um, you know, they do show up from time to time. 
I mean, the fact that they're showing up in public, I would think, indicates that there is some level of relationship still there. That doesn't mean they don't have problems. And I think they've talked about having, uh, or not struggles, but they've talked, yeah, no, she's talked a lot about his, um, you know, like the struggles that he's had, or at least, and not in an adversarial way, but I think been somewhat open in the past about the fact that things have been hard for him. And I think, you know, her having to deal with that, like, I'm sure she's in a very unique position. Right. Like there are very few people like Justin Bieber in the world. And so to, you know, be in a relationship with someone like that probably presents a lot of unique um, stress. Right. There's so many weird, you know, like people. It's amazing to me how people will post on her Instagram just these long diatribes. They don't know them, you know, and then they've got all of these things like all she posted was. This last post of hers was a picture of her with an In-N-Out burger paper hat on. And the first post, this is like from a couple of weeks ago, is just actions speak louder than words. This is just somebody on the Internet saying your husband humiliated you and chose not to spend the day with you, chose to live in Palm Springs. Um, People got a lot of time on their hands. It's just like maybe it was her birthday. Um, It's just odd how... I don't know. I mean, people are asking, are you and Justin having marriage problems? How do you get that from her just posting a picture of her in an In-N-Out burger? Well, you get it from the blind items and the tabloids and everybody's creating this environment around them that there is an issue. And so then you have people who just take it for gospel. And, you know, I bet the truth is somewhere in the middle. Probably. Yeah. A lot of her shots on her Instagram is just her modeling shots. I mean, she is a model, so makes sense. But yeah, I'm scrolling and scrolling and don't see any pictures of really of of Justin for I mean, we're going back like last summer. So who knows? I mean, every I've never been married, but from what I hear, there are ups and downs in marriages and every couple goes through things. Well, like yeah, whether you're married or not, if you're in a relationship, in, you have yeah. you know, you, you go on a roller coaster. Right. The unfortunate thing is that, like, we even talked about it, you know, all of her, everything we hear about her really in has had to do with, like, Selena Gomez and, like, fighting online, trolling Selena Gomez, maybe. So that's like the, we kind of maybe think of her as a mean girl, you know, but if that's all we're seeing, I don't know. Just pray for them. Well, uh, Stephen Baldwin would say, pray for Haley and Justin. Uh, Maybe you do that in the break. But when we come back, (laughs) uh, Dawn, you're going to give us an update. All this drama around the housewives, drama, 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 drama with Leah McSweeney and Andy Cohen. We'll get the latest on that and more. Hey, it's Bradley. Have you been thinking about window treatments for your home, but you've been holding out for a good deal? Well, I have good news. That deal is happening at Little Blind Spot with the Hunter Douglas Style and Savings Event. Now through April 1st, you can get a $75 rebate per shade when you purchase 4 to 10 Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades, Pirouette Window Shadings, Silhouette Window Shadings, or Vignette Modern Roman Shades, including PowerView Automation. Other exclusions and restrictions apply, so ask for details. 
Hunter Douglas window treatments are a smart investment. Apart from the design improvements, there are many practical benefits. They improve the lifespan of your furniture, the quality of sleep you get at night, and even the amount you pay in energy bills. Every penny you can save counts these days, and so does supporting local. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today or online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn right here on My Talk 107.1. Well, a lot of the um, headlines in the tabloids have to do with Housewives drama. Now, I know, Bradley, you don't watch Housewives. Um, have you ever dipped into any of the franchises? No, I mean, I sort of am the only gay probably who doesn't watch <laughs> Housewives. The only Housewife show I ever did watch was Mob Wives, which doesn't count. But oh. that was where, because, man, murder, that'll get me every time. Oh, wow. Well, the latest is has to do with Leah McSweeney, which um, she was a cast member on the New York version of Housewives. And she wasn't on for a very long time, but she had stopped drinking at one point in her career on the show. And then she was put on one of the versions of Housewives, like a spinoff show. And there was a lot of alcohol around at the time. And so she claims that she relapsed and they weren't really there to protect her from that. So um, in this, they she's actually filed a federal lawsuit mm. against Andy Cohen and Bravo. And civil it, lawsuit. It says a federal lawsuit. So, so it must be a civil lawsuit in federal court because mm, it's not criminal. I'm assuming because a prosecutor would bring it. I didn't realize that. Right. Um, well, I don't really know the details here about that, but oh, in interesting. the in the lawsuit, it does say that she was because of the stress of the show and everything she went through that she had to be institutionalized in a psychiatric facility mm. because of the hostile work environment on the Bravo show. And um, now she's filed this federal lawsuit and Andy Cohen is listed Warner brothers, discovery shed media, Bravo media, NBC universal. Yeah. Uh, now I can tell you that because when it first came up all of this lawsuit and that she, she, the first time around, I was like, I don't really know this girl. So I watched the season of Real Housewives um, Ultimate Girls Trip mm. that she was on. Because a lot of it stemmed from that season in particular. And that's a limited series. So it's, it's where they know. throw a bunch of the girls from the women from different franchises together. Right. Yes, that is correct. And I can see how, you know, if you are in a place where you are not wanting to drink alcohol. It's a pretty bad environment because every activity they did had alcohol involved. And then find me on one of those shows, but (laughs) right, right. Um, So she said that they discriminated against her, tormented her, demoralized, demeaned, harassed her and retaliated, retaliated against her, Mm. uh, especially since she brought up this lawsuit because she says as a woman with disabilities and health, disorders you know mental health disorders alcohol use disorder and all in the name of selling drama this reality tv show discriminated against her so that's the basis of this 
she also goes on. There's another thing here where she says in the lawsuit that Andy Cohen and the team conspired with Ramona Singer, who's on Real Housewives of New York. She's kind of known for being out there and just says anything and is ridiculous that in order to defend themselves in the court of public opinion to kind of paint Leah as somebody who was not within her right mind to be saying all this, that they conspired with Ramona to like, they essentially told Ramona allegedly like talk about, ask her about medications and whether or not she should be drinking on her bipolar medications. Mm. And it's like, like she didn't necessarily want that out there. And so Ramona was kind of like, I don't think with her medication, she needs to be drinking. Yeah. So it wasn't them that said it, but they through Ramona basically were, I mean, I hate to use the word accuse because it just is what it is, you know? So, but she didn't want that out there in the public necessarily. So like, you know, I don't know the details because I don't watch, but I'm curious because you do watch and you know, these people, like, how does this lawsuit then sit with you as somebody who's been watching for years? Well, it's kind of like I had to separate what I thought of her and the version of her that they showed on that series because I thought that she, the, I always realize like the picture they paint and what they edit is not the whole story. What they showed of her is that she was very reactionary. She was often, she was accused of being a certain way, which what they showed, she was that mm-hmm. kind of overly dramatic, being cold to someone else's point of view. Um, a one woman was talking about something very personal that happened to her that was, you know, just horrific. And she was like, I'm bored. I've heard this type of a thing. And people are like, what? What are you talking about? That's awful. So she felt like she was on the outside the whole time. And it was kind of painful to watch just somebody who they were acting like they didn't care. Like, I don't care what they think of me. But and then knowing this, she did care but so that's what i'm curious about like as somebody who watches so you know that this is happening right like you know that everything you're seeing is being manipulated for you so how does that make you feel then when you're watching it uh kind of gross really you know i i realize that all of these reality tv stars you're not seeing everything and so they have to create storylines well then what was it that initially appealed to you um, or do you think, and I don't need you, I mean, obviously you don't need to speak for everybody who's watched this show because oh, no, I'm not saying fine. you're alone in this. Like yeah. literally I realize I'm in the minority by not watching the show, but, and it was for no other reason than I, it just, I've never, it's just never like, I've never hooked my, yeah. my I'm, heels into it. Um, but what is it about the show then that people tune in for? Well, it's for the drama. So their job is to create drama between the housewives. And so they're setting up situations where things would be like, okay, we're going to room this person with this person or not give them. Don't you think most of the people watching know that? I think so. What she's claiming, though, is that she was discriminated against. No, I'm not saying anything she's saying isn't correct. I'm saying as as somebody who's watching it, you know that that's happening. So you are not surprised. Are you then surprised to find out that this is absolutely happening? not happening? And it kind of there's also the other lawsuit. You know, Brandy Glanville is having a hard time with Bravo um, as well, and they are the two people. Like they have the same role on the show. They're like the, the source of the drama, really. 
or in these past seasons, like they take them and they say, here's our bad guy. And then, you know, you have to have a bad guy for things to be interesting or quote unquote bad guy, you know, or it's just like a story about some rich women, which I enjoyed the basics of Real Housewives of just observing people who don't have to ever worry about money live their daily lives. But it turns out, I mean, uh, the, the whole reason I'm asking questions about this is because it turns out then that like, how do I put it? Like. You can't have your cake and eat it too, meaning it is maybe too good to be true. Like, mm-hmm. because the things you're watching are totally like we all say we watch reality shows and we know they're not real, but on some level you believe it, right? Or you wouldn't watch it. Yeah. The thing that you're believing is enjoyable to you. And it like the thing that just becomes increasingly clear is it comes at a human cost. Yes. And it's at which point are you fine with the human cost? And I'm not judging because oh, right. I, I don't. Yeah, everybody's got their own line for what they're comfortable with. But I'm just I'm fascinated by this because it seemed totally predictable that behind the scenes there would be a lot of manipulation for sure and like backstabbery Mm -hmm. and character assassination. Um, It is not to say that the people don't have claims. I'm talking more about the viewers than the people that are actually involved. Oh, absolutely. And I think someone who is paying attention, but as we all know, there's a vast majority of people who what they see on TV, they believe that's the whole person. Yeah. You know, they they absolutely think that this is the way they are at all moments and Well, I find it interesting because you you watch how people react to these different people and I'm like and they they feel like they know them. They're like, oh that person would never do this. Oh yeah. If you and read just comments, like, you're like uh And I'm just like, but you guys, you know that you only feel that way because of the way they're presented. Right. You know, I guess it's easier when you're not in it because mm-hmm. we all have those sort of blind spots when we're watching, you know, whether yeah. it's Bake Off or, you know, whether it's American uh, Idol or Survivor, whatever, Big you know, Brother, the Kardashians. Yeah. Yes, yes. So she's also claiming in this suit, she throws in some things like, you know, that he does cocaine with Who's some he? of the stars, Andy Cohen. Mm. So in this discrimination lawsuit, she I I don't know why that's listed in there. Maybe just to reflect on his character, but they threw that in there. And then we have other housewives who are coming to Andy's defense. Um, Leanne uh, is one of them, which she it it is a little surprising because Leanne, Countess Leanne, as she's known, she's had her own problems with alcohol. Mm. And, you know, been ordered by courts because of... Didn't she have like a DUI or something? Yeah, DUI, more than one. And so she's been ordered not to drink. But then you would see her at some of her cabaret shows. You know, people are like, she is drinking, by the way. You know, so she's been defending him. um, And, you know, that also being tied in with Andy, if you want to be in his good graces, you're probably going to defend him. You know, because a lot of them yeah, need the attention. They don't just have unlimited money like they show. Like, they need the money, and they get paid a yeah, lot well, of money. And, you know, the, the money and also the opportunity that the publicity, the visibility affords. Absolutely. Beyond just the money, the fact that people know your name. Exactly, right, is yeah. Is something you can cash in on for sure. Yeah, I mean, Luann 
came here to the Twin Cities and performed at Mystic Lake, I remember. Did you see her? I did not, mm-hmm. but I kind of wanted to. Well, uh, keep us abreast of any developments in that case against Bravo and Andy on the part of Leah McSweeney. When we come back, Mike has a game for us. I don't know what the game is. I don't either. Here's the thing. We never do until he spins the wheel. Game show roulette comes up right here on My Talk. Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071. If you hear anything you want to talk to us about when you on the show, not anything, but yeah, anything you want to talk to us about, you can email us by finding our email on our uh, show page at mytalk1071.com. Now let's play a game with Mike. Let's do it. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time. It's the final uh, day where we play a head-to-head game. Tomorrow, of course, we'll be playing cooperatively. Let's find out uh, what game we're going to play by spinning that Game Show Roulette wheel. There it goes. Where's it going to stop? usually a Friday game, but we're playing a little head-to-head family feud. All right! Are you ready to do some head-to-head family feud? Always. Yes. You know how uh, how family feud works. It's very straightforward. You two ring in. It's like probably the most watched show <laughs> there is. There's been so many different versions of it. Yeah. Ring in when you think you know the best answer. If you uh, at the beginning are the one to give me the top answer on the board, you're going to take control of that board. You'll then rattle off as many answers as you can, rack up as many points as you can, and then of course your opponent will have a chance to steal all those points away for each question. All right. right. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yeah. All right. So you step up to that podium. You see that buzzer in front of you? Yeah. Get ready to press it. And then when I read the question, I said, said, get ready to press it. Not now, Bradley. Get your hand away from it. I'm sorry. Oh, that was you? Okay. I couldn't tell. Yeah, she put her hand in front of mine. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Your buzzer. Uh, I'm going to read this first question again. Yell at your name when you think you know an answer for it. Here we go. Name a reason you might not leave your house all day. Don McLean. Don was first. You're sick. You're sick. Is your sick on the board? That's the number two answer. You are sick. That's why you're staying home. 28 points go on the board. Bradley, there's one higher than that. What do you got for me? Uh, you, Name a reason you might not leave your house all day. You don't have to go to work. You, you took the day off. Day off. Is day off on the board? It is. That's the number four answer. It's only worth four points. 32 points is where the board sits. And on you... Take control. All right. And I guess you could play or pass, but passing is the worst decision in the history of game shows. So okay. don't you know, do that. I just want to. I do want to just point out though. Yeah. Hosts don't ever give advice. Okay. <gasps> I do. Okay. All right. That's my, my. Yeah. We all have to have our own, you know, characteristics that differentiate ourselves. That's it's what true. I do. I give advice and I make fun of people who don't take it. Well. That's how Uh-oh. I host my game so shows. So should I pass or You not? should play. Oh, I'll play. So you're going to play. Go ahead and play. Uh, you still got a number of answers. There's still four more up there. Okay. What do you got? Um, Again, name a reason you might not leave your house all day. Your kid is sick. Your kid is sick. You already realized. gave the answer of you're sick, but now your child is sick. <laughs> is your child sick? Nope, there's your first strike. And by the way, in, in uh, our game show roulette version, you only get two strikes. Okay. So there's your first. Got to move it along. You got okay. another strike to work with. Um. Again, na- give me a reason you might not leave your house all day. Still got four answers on the board. Number one answer remains. Uh, your car is broken. Your car is broken. Is your car broken? 
Sorry, that's not on the board. Oh. Now, Bradley, you can steal all 32 of these points plus whatever you get if you give me another answer that's on the board. Uh, the only thing that popped into my mind, Bob, was weather. Weather. If weather is up there, you are going to take all the points. If not, Don's going to get those points here for our first question. Weather is not good. That's the number one answer. Yeah. Bad weather. Wow, good job. Bad weather is that number one answer. That means 72 points heading over to you, Bradley Trainer. You could have given me some other answers. Audience, say along with me. Too tired. Too tired. Too tired Too was the last one. Too tired? Oh. Waiting Two for a repairman. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, God, the cable guy. And finally... Watch TV. Oh, Apparently, you're just going to watch TV that? all day. I don't know. I'm not leaving the house today. I'm just okay. I've done that. Say <laughs> that sounds like a great my day. life. All right, let's move on to our next one again. You guys know how it works. You're back up to that buzzer once again. Name something you always associate with tornadoes. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Wind is wind up there. Wind's the number two answer. Oh. Don, something you always associate with tornadoes. Trailers. Uh, by the way, 29 <laughs> points parks. for that first one. Trailer parks. Trailer parks on Good the board. Answer. They're not, unfortunately. What? Mm. You take control now, uh, Bradley, if you want it. You've got still six answers up there. Name something you always associate with tornadoes. Tornadoes, the number one answer remains. If she takes it, she gets all the points until she poops out. If you give her control, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, she racks up as many points as she can, and then you would have a chance to steal those points at the very end. Go for it, Don. Oh, you're going to pass? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take bad advice. You're taking... It's just. I just want the audience to know I'm not taking Mike's advice, so if this backfires, we cannot blame Mike. No, you should blame yourself, because this yeah. is not a good decision. <laughs> uh, name... Uh, go ahead, Don. You've got control now. Okay. So, again, name something you always associate with tornadoes. The Weather Channel. The Weather Channel. Is Weather Channel up there? Sorry, it's not. I have one more guess. You've got one more strike to work with. How about the Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz. Is Wizard of Oz there? You once got that one, I would have been a little upset. Four points for Wizard of Oz. Uh, 33 points is where it sits. You still got the number one answer, the number three, the number four. There's lots of numbers. Lots of answers still up there. Go ahead and give me another one. Um, Name something you always associate with tornadoes. Storm chasers. Storm chasers. Good answer. Storm chasers up there. Unfortunately, it's not. Now, Bradley, let's see if your plan will work for you. If you give me one of the remaining answers, you get all the points. But uh, okay, so I just need to come up with one. Just got to come up with one. Okay, how about flying houses? Flying houses. (laughs) Flying houses. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you like anything. I'm waiting to hear the judge's uh, decision on this. The judges. Flying houses. You know they hired judges for this. Survey says. Sorry, that's not there. Oh, man. The big one you guys miss is destruction. Well, I kind of just Like debris? Like destruction, yeah. Destruction. You could have also said lightning or thunder. You could have said rain or flooding. You could have said darkness. And you could have said cows moo. Cows! Oh, I did think of cows. I literally saw a cow flying around. Well, 33 points heading to dawn after you guys uh, 
Could not get it that time. That's all right. We're well, going you're down welcome, to another one. John. See, I did not take the advice, and you got oh, some points. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful. You should. All right. Here we go. We've got Never six. Never forget. We've got the top six answers on the board Jesus. for this question. Name someone who might know more about a man than his own spouse. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. His mother. Is his mother there? Yep, that's the top answer. His mother, 60, and I will say it's actually a parent, so 67 points. Okay. And don't worry about saying father. Uh, Don, you can't possibly have a better answer, so Bradley, do you want to play or pass? I'm going to play, Bob. Well, this, time gonna gonna play. Hmm. <laughs> this time you're going to play. This time you're going to make the correct decision. Okay. I wonder why. Hmm. Fun. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and give me the best answer you can. you got okay. five more up there. Name something you might know more, or some, someone who might know more about a man than his own spouse. His best friend. Is his best friend there? His best friend's always there. 14 points for best friend. Still got four more to go. Oh, my God. And again, Don could just steal this all the way at the end, possibly. Uh, got two strikes to play with. Siblings. His sibling. That's up there as well. Six more points heading to the board. There's 87 points up there. That's about as good as you can get in this game. Still got uh, three more answers, though. His... Name someone who might know more about a man than his own spouse. Uh, his grandparent. Grandparent. No, no grandparent there. You've got oh, one more man. strike to play with. Three answers remain for a family feud here on this Thursday edition of Game Show Roulette. His boss. His boss. If his boss is up there, you're getting those points. If not, it's heading over to Don with a chance to steal it all right at the end. Boss. No. Oh. Boss is not there again. Okay. Let me set the table. Bradley leads 72 to 33, but there's 87 points up for grab on this final question. It, it is going to be our final question, so it all oh, comes down no! to this. Three answers remain, Don. Name someone who might know more about a man than his own spouse. His secretary. His secretary. This is the 1960s. I know. If secretary- Administrative assistant. What did you say? Administrative assistant, same if his thing. Secretary or administrative res- assistant is up there. You are going to get the win today. If it is not, it's going to Bradley Trainer. Administrative assistant, is it on the board? Uh, it's, not. it's not. You're the winner today, Bradley. Oh! Can I guess again? Yeah. Doctor. Doctor was up there. That was the last answer. I was going to say dog. That was the next (laughs) answer. Dog. Dog and doctor both on the board. Now, if you would have given me a little more details about his administrative assistant's last secretary, like if that was her mistress. Oh. Because mistress was the remaining answer on the board. That's a great great misogynistic answer. Yeah, uh, I guess. We expect no more from Family Feud. Feud. Mike, thank you so much for schooling us all in proper (laughs) game show strategy. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. That's what you are here for, and I appreciate it each and every day, as does Dawn and the listener. Up next, Lori and Julia will be back tomorrow, friends, for a six-hour cavalcade of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Until then, America. Bye. Bye.